You want the horse to go? Now, in the movies, I don't like that they do this. It's false advertisement. What do they do? Hi-ya! You don't do that. <laughs> you don't fucking hi-ya. What you do is you grip the side of the horse. The horse feels the pressure of your legs. Yeah. And then the horse goes, and then goes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. It's Vinny, it's Phil. We are back in the main studio. Your boy just flew in, <clears throat> excuse me, from Aruba. Feeling tan, feeling zen. Ready to put on a show for you guys today. How we doing, Phil? I've seen better days, man. How's your asshole? Oh, we're just going jump. We're, we're going to jump right into your asshole. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly right. what we're going to do. Well, last night I decided to do the Hot Ones Challenge. Of course. Now, if you guys don't know what Hot Ones is, it's a famous YouTube channel slash show with Sean Evans where mm -hmm. he interviews celebrities. And as he asks them 10 questions... The wings get hotter and hotter with hot sauces based yeah. on the Scoville scale, right? Yeah. So number one wing, not that hot. As you go up the scale, it gets a little hotter. Mm-hmm. Then one through six, we're chilling. Piece of cake. Easy. And and let, let this be known. This is not like, ah, let me take a little bite and I'm done with the wing. Th these wings had separate bowls and were properly sauced full. Oh, so you weren't just like doing a little no. droplet. No. You were literally marinating these wings. Every single wing was fully marinated. You're a tough guy. Right? You're a tough motherfucker. And we, we, we got these wings from Hooters, too. Classic. Plain. And then we sauced them ourselves. Okay. Strong. Now, you guys can buy like the first we feast kit of all the hot sauces that they use on the show, which my cousin got for his birthday, so it was perfect. Nice. We sauced each individual wing, and there was a bunch of us doing it, so we would all watch... Like, I think we watched the Dave Grohl interview. Okay. You know Dave Grohl? No. He was in Nirvana, and he's, like, the lead singer of Foo Fighters. Okay. Famous rock star. Long hair dude. Exactly. What if I say yes. I'm not like the other? Literally. Yeah, that guy's sick. So, as he was eating one, we would eat one. So, I, like I said, one through six, piece of cake. Seven, heat started to crank up. Okay. And it's kind of weird, because they're not, like, that linear. Like, one, it's, like, nothing. Two, you, you get hit with, like, a fireball. It's hotter. Three, four, five, six, easy. Seven, you get some heat. Eight. Next level, like Let you're crying? No, no, not only. <laughs> this is the raid boss of raid boss. It's called The Bomb. Oh, right? my God, yeah. The Bomb is where all the celebrities always go, whoo, whoo, they freak out and shit. It was a transcendental experience. Yeah? I, you, I just started crying. Like Can't rub your eyes, you'll fucking die. Involuntarily. Like, Did you, you have just, milk prepared? Nope. You had no milk? No. That's the key for spicy stuff. You got to drink milk. I know because the lacto lactose breaks down the capsaicin. Mm -hmm. I was drink So after the bomb, I was like, you know what? Let me get some almond milk. Little did I know there's no fucking lactose in almond milk. So it wasn't breaking down the capsaicin. <laughs> oh, shit. So I was crying. My, no my nose went numb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was sweating profusely. Spitting because you just start salivating. Um, I felt like a bitch in that moment. Because I see all these other celebrities. Dave Grohl was fine. Yeah. He was absolutely fine. Come to find out that he has all the sauces at home and prepared for the show by like microdosing it. I feel like most people now that go on the show do that. Nobody's going in blind anymore. It's no. not like season one and two of Hot Ones. Yeah. They have a lot of they have a lot of footage now. People know you go into those scenarios, you're gonna eat some spicy fucking wings. At least you weren't like DJ Khaled who quit and then oh claimed he didn't what quit. What an absolute puss That was boy. the greatest episode ever. He's like, I don't take any L's. And Sean Evans is like, by definition, you just took an L. You <laughs> lost. Like, you didn't continue. That's so stupid. He wouldn't let him have it, as he shouldn't let him have it. Because, yeah, no. yeah he quit. Nine was fine. Ten, the last dab. It's also hot. I'd say it's the second hot sauce. And that's one. their own hot sauce, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they make one, five, and ten, I believe. Okay. And you can look those up, whatever the name of them are, but number 10 is the last dab. Mm -hmm. And usually they put extra, another dab on the last dab, which is what we did too. And I, I'm not kidding. I picked these bones clean. <laughs> like I was, it, it was just... You were having dinner. Yeah, I was having dinner. Does, does it taste good though? Or is the entire experience of the dining vibe just shot when you're literally panting, you can't breathe, you're going through a wormhole to right, another right, dimension? Right. Can you even enjoy the wings? The sauces... I think are incredibly well like placed on the scale because think about it. If you were to go linearly like one through 10 in that order, just, you know, least hot to the hottest. It's pretty gradual. Yeah. And like the hot sauces themselves have really unique tastes and they are good if you like hot food and you appreciate a nice wang with some sauce on it. Mm -hmm. 
So I enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed it. Past eight, it was just like Torture. my whole body was numb. Yeah, I, I've never been a big spicy foods guy, but I've been slowly acclimating towards it where now when I go out and I have like a poke bowl or like a, some sort of fried rice dish, yeah. I do like a little spice in there, Phil. Mm-hmm. It, 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 makes, it makes the experience a little bit better, but too much spice, I start freaking out. I, I can't be doing that. The bomb, like their slogan is, it's, I guess it's the full name, the bomb beyond insanity. Like, I'm not kidding. This shit will knock you like out. So I go home. And I get home at like midnight and I lay down, have some water before I go to sleep. Did you, did you hear it? The, just the noises of the, of the spices churning through your Dude, it stomach? felt like, at first I was fine. It felt like somebody lit a match and just, I swallowed oh. it. I started waking up in the middle of the night, like sweating, cold sweats. Like my body was rejecting the amount of fucking yeah, heat Yeah, especially my body. if you're not used to spicy shit and then you're just downing da bomb nuclear <laughs> hot sauce. What the fuck do you think's going to happen? Dude, so I wake up at like 2 a.m. I'm like, oh, this is not good. I felt really queasy. I go to the bathroom. I'm like, ah, am I going to throw up? Like, I, I felt like I was going to faint. Yeah. It was bad. It's not a good feeling. Go back to sleep. Wake up at 5 a.m. Fuck. The bomb wanted revenge. I yacked twice. Just expelled everything. Had an actual exorcism on the bowl. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I got to sleep in the other room because my girlfriend and my dog, like, like they they can't sleep with this. They don't deserve this. This man they child. They deserve just, this yeah, mess yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So I go to the other room, wake up, feeling hungover because my body just <laughs> shut down. Yeah, naturally. Explosive diarrhea. Just <laughs> and then I came here, round three. <laughs> you know they say the spices are actually worse the second time around. When they're coming out, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I lived it. You know, you got two holes, Phil, and one, it hurts, but then the other hole, forget it. I guess you have more than two holes, right? Because you got your nostrils, you got your ears. What are the holes you got, Phil? Well, have you ever watched Vsauce? Michael here. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's great. <laughs> Michael here. I think he has a video where it's like humans are just all one big hole. Like all of the pores are individual holes. Oh, that's, that's I don't like that. Trips out my, uh, was it? Tri- Tripophobia. Tripophobia. Trips your tripo. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Ugh. Michael here. Is a straw have two holes or one hole? It's got one hole of it. One hole. I would agree with that. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. What do you think? Speaking of eating food and just feeling like absolute shit, when we were in Aruba, we ate at this place one night called Texas de Brazil. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Texas de Brazil? Yeah. So here's what we thought. We thought we were just sitting down for a regular steak dinner. You know, you order your steak, you pick one out. Oh, I'd like the ribeye. Perfect. No. It was one of those places where they walk around with the with swords. The meat, with the meat, yeah. Like the Portuguese place that we go to. But this was some next level shit. Phil, not only did they have sirloin, but they had spicy sirloin. They had mild sirloin. They had top sirloin, hefty sirloin. <laughs> bottom sirloin. Bottom sirloin. They had it all, right? So it was a buffet setting where you would get up and you would get like some quinoa, some cheeses. We're going to have mm. a cheese discussion in a, in a moment because okay. I want to know your top five. We're also, we're looking at pineapple slices, thin layer slice. We got fucking mushrooms, portobello. They had everything, right? So I fill up my fucking plate with that shit. Then they start walking around with the meat. Sir, would you like some chicken wrapped in bacon? Yeah, why not? Sir, would you like fucking nine different varieties of steaks? Duck wrapped in goose. Sure. Yeah, duck wrapped in goose. All this different shit, right? And I felt fine at the table. We're drinking sangria. It was a long day. We woke up at like 8 a.m. And we went to this island where we saw flamingos and snorkel and all that shit. We ended up not snorkeling, but we'll talk about that later as well. Anyway, the point of the, the story sharks is- Sharks were out. <laughs> sharks were out. I'll fight a shark, bro. I'm, I'm tough. The point of the story is that when I stood up, I felt so sick. I have never felt so full in my life. And you know me, I'm, I'm a binge eater by trade, bro. Yeah. This is what I do. I can fucking sit down and eat a meal like it's nobody's business. I was waddling back to the hotel. There should have been a man with a tuba behind me just doing the. <laughs> it was fucking. Some banjo and kazooie. Some banjo and kazooie shit. Laid down in bed when we got back to the hotel and I was just like. Ah. One of those just like severe fucking pain, bro. And you know, the mattresses in Aruba were cozy. But they're not as cozy as today's video sponsor. Helix Sleep. What is Helix Sleep? 
Helix Sleep makes premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your needs and conveniently shipped in a box right to your door. Now everybody's different and Helix knows that, so they made a sleep quiz that matches your unique body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Based on your different sleeping positions and firmness preferences, they have something for everyone's unique taste. If you sleep with a partner, you can take the sleep quiz together and find something that's perfect compromise for both of you. Now, I personally am a back and side sleeper, and I was matched with the Midnight Lux. And originally, I had the queen size, but I just upgraded to a king after I moved, and I've been sleeping on an actual cloud for the past year now, Vin. Yeah, the Helix mattress is my favorite in the house by far, and the best part about Helix is that they deliver the mattress right to your door for free. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up all by yourself. If it makes you nervous to buy something that you guys haven't tried yet, Helix has a 100-night sleep trial. So you can get more than three months to make sure that you love it. And if you don't, they'll pick it up for you, no questions asked, and you will get a full refund. Plus, Helix mattresses have a 10-year warranty, and they even offer financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. We love our Helixes, and we think you would too. If you're looking for a new bed, check out Helix. You can click on the link down below or go to helixsleep.com sauce and get up to $200 off your Helix mattress plus two free pillows. And thank you, Helix, for sponsoring this podcast. You see, that's one. We got two more for you guys today. We're on fire. But yeah, no, it was, it was fucking brutal, man. There's nothing worse. I would argue being really, really hungry, like really hungry, is not as bad as being really full. That feeling of being so full, like you're going to pop and just organs are moving around in there. <laughs> no, not for me. What do you think? Would you rather be like starving or way too full? Because both suck. Right. You need that happy medium of like, I'm a fed human. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm a fed fucking guy right now. Mm, it's like, would you rather be hot or cold? I'd rather be cold. Not even a quite. Well, now I know what you're saying. Like severe cold or severe, yeah. severe heat. I'd rather be very hot, but it depends what I'm doing. If I'm just hanging out with the boys, <laughs> yeah. hot as hell. If I'm trying to sleep, forget it. I need coolness. That's where me and Kylie, we, 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 we differ there. She likes it very warm. I like it very cold. Dude, if you like it warm when you go to sleep, you're, you're out of your bird. See, I like a nice 68, 69. Yeah, maybe that's, even 67. That's where I like to float. You know what I'm saying? K-Dog, she likes 72, Ew, 73, you know? Gross. It's, it's intense. No, because you have blankets to keep you insulated. See me, I'd rather be cold and add layers. That's what I mean. That's, that's always how I've been, yeah. you know? Because here's the thing, when you're really hot, you can only take off so many layers. What do you do when you're butt-ass naked? Yeah, exactly. You just, it's fucking hot in here. You know what I'm saying? It's not it. I don't feel good. I feel like a fucking lizard. I'd rather be hungry than too full. Yeah, same. Same. But yeah, I, I hopped on the scale. I'm transparent with my audience. I'm going to let you guys know. I gained five pounds in the last couple of weeks, all right? I won't lie to you. It's not a bad five. I look built. It's a good five. I look sharp. <laughs> okay. I'm looking good. But, you know, when you're in a fucking Caribbean island and you're just eating like a beast every day, yeah, you're going to gain a little weight. Granted, we were walking around a lot, but it's just minor cardio. I'm just mm. walking, you know? It's just some of that list. <laughs> we were getting like 10K steps a day, though. It's good. Have I talked to you about the horse riding yet? No. Let me tell you something, Phil. We went to a ranch called Ranch Loco. All right? Crazy ranch. We get picked up by this really nice guy. His name was Junie. Junior, if you will. Sweet guy, right? He's driving us. We get to the ranch, and the first thing I see is just a bunch of dogs. I'm talking I'm talking big dogs, little dogs, medium-sized dogs. It was very adorable. Two little kids. The little girl ran up to me. said, you want to see a pineapple? <laughs> I said, Sure. Sure. She, she takes me to like the little plant area. Yep. You ever see a pineapple before it's ready to like actually eat? A premature pineapple? Dude, it's like this big and it's pink and it's on like a stalk. What? It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, type in like non-ripe pineapple, I guess. Yeah, they're very tiny. Interesting. Yeah, even smaller than that. This thing, legit, bro, is like this big. You want to see my pineapple? Yeah, she's like, do you want to see a pineapple? I was like, sure. And then I got introduced to all the dogs and then the horses, right? So- K-Dog, I talked about this in, a, uh, in my content all the time, but she used to ride horses when she was younger. She's really good. She was an equestrian, right? So she takes me over to the horse, and she's like, this is the horse. You can pet it. So I'm petting this giant fucking, dude, they're huge. I didn't even realize how big these fucking things are. And these weren't that big of horses. Right. My horse was little. My but, sister's a horse girl, so I, yeah. I've been around these things. Yeah, we should introduce them. They can hang out and talk about horse stuff. So there's this big fucking long face. They got long faces, you know? I'm petting this thing. And then it's just like, 
you know, one of those. And I'm like, okay, he trusts me. I like this guy. So then it was time to get on the horses. So they start sizing us up by like our height and weight. <laughs> so me and K-Dog were the last. I guess we were the shortest in the group. My horse's name was Pegasus. K-Dog's horse was Pico, right? Okay. So we get on these horses and the lead horse, I don't remember his name, but there was this guy in like a button down shirt. And he's like, I will be leading the tour. Let's get out of here. He starts trotting. And then my horse was the second in command, bro. So he, I'm the first person in the line of all these people. There's yeah, yeah. probably like 15 You're in the group. You're setting the pace. Yeah. So my horse starts grow, going and I'm like, oh my God. K-Dog's like, put your feet, heels down, toes up. I'm like, all right, got my balance. And he starts going. And I was holding the reins up here. Don't do that. You got to be loose. The yeah, looser yeah, yeah. you are, all right, the more calm your horse will be. So then I get the reins down here. So you're choking out the horse? No, I wasn't choking out the horse, but I was, <laughs> I was stiff at first. I was okay. scared. So here's the deal with horses. I'm sure you know this from your sister, but if you want to turn right, you got to open the door. You want to turn left, you open the door. You want the horse to stop, you pull it to your belly button. You want the horse to go. Now in the movies, I don't like that they do this. It's false advertisement. What do they do? Hi-ya! You don't do that. <laughs> you don't fucking hi-ya. What you do is you grip the side of the horse. The horse feels the pressure of your legs. Yeah. And then the horse goes, Nee-! and then goes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You squeeze it with your adductors and abductors. Exactly. So now we're going. We start, thigh meat. We start with a, a minor pace. Nothing too crazy. I'm just getting the balance down. You know, you get your posture up and then I'm like, oh, this is not bad at all. We're just like going up a paved road, right? Then we enter a little bit of more mountainous terrain. I'm going, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> this is this is heating up. This is getting intense. Then we get to the natural park or the yeah. national park, whatever the fuck it was. And he's like, okay, we're going to the national park. Now, remember. When he climb up the mountain, lean forward. When he go down the mountain, lean back. Oh I'm like, fuck me. So how? you didn't even get like a, like a introductory ride. No, it? like it the just... intro, the introductory ride was the pavement. Okay. Now we're in a fu- bro. It went from zero to a hundred. For me, I'm a beginner, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know, for for K Dog, it's like the easiest thing ever. So now all of a sudden we're like walking through cactuses and shit. And it just starts getting more and more rocky. And what's fascinating to me is I didn't I didn't do shit, right? The horses are smart enough to know to follow the trail and the horse in front of them. So literally, my horse just... <laughs> right? Just setting the pace, going forward, following the leader horse. Then, bro, he's like, all right, everybody! Lean forward! Bro, we're going up a fucking hill, and I'm leaning forward. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That wasn't bad. When you go down... Dog, I don't even know how the horses do it. Like, I get it because they have four legs and they have hooves and they're heavy, right? So they're dense. Like, they could fucking just stay sturdy. Gravity helps them out. We're going down the hill. Now, my arms are not long enough to, like, grab (laughs) and then lean back. So I had to go one-handed. Oh, shit. So I'm one-handed going back. Bro, it was, for me, again, like, she'll probably say differently because she's, like, used to this stuff. To me, it it was pretty steep, man. So, like, I'm leaning back on this horse and he's going down. And, and then every once in a while, when the lead horse would get too far ahead of Pegasus, my horse, then he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd pick up. it up. Yeah. And he'd pick it up. And then what's really cool is they take you, uh, to a, where do they take you? They take you to like a big beach area after you get through like all the cactus and the fo- foliage. And then you're able to like park your horse and then you jump into this water ravine. Yep. So we had our water shoes and we jumped in there. We took some sick fucking pictures and the, the rocks are all covered by algae and moss, and you're slipping and sliding everywhere. Mm-hmm. Super refreshing. You see any crabs? Oh, so many. I know. I, I literally said to Kylie, I was like, Phil would have a fucking heart attack well, over here. I did jump into one of those natural ravines in Aruba, and I hit the bottom, right? And I'm chilling. I'm like, oh, this is great. All of a sudden, waves hit, like, the rocks. Yeah. And the rocks start moving. Yep. I'm like... Oh my fucking god! I'm surrounded by crabs. Yeah, no, they're everywhere, and they're they're like spider crabs too. Like they're the ones that scare you because they just big. They're, they're big and they look like a spider. They're brolic. They look like a spider with armor on yeah. them. You know, like the armored titan, Which, but spider form. But like other people, they're not scared of crabs, but they're scared of spiders. It's like, why would you not be scared of like the final? They're form? very similar animals, and they have like shielding. You're right. It is. It's a very good. And point. They hurt a lot more. Like if yeah. you, um, spider bite. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. A crab. Crabs, no joke. Mm. I hate crabs. Yeah. I'll talk about the crab that I ate this week okay, after, the, good. after the horse yeah. story. Tell me how you mutilated the crab. I didn't, I didn't hurt any crabs. 
No, but like while it's dead. I did eat some crabs. I didn't kill any though. I'm a good guy. Anyway, <laughs> so now the guy's like, all right, we're going to go back on the horses. You don't have to rush, but hurry up. So we're like fucking getting out. We're drying off. Get back to the horse. Now, when you get on your horse, you always go left to right. And when you get off, left side first, right foot over, basically. That's what I'm, I'm teaching you guys all the things that I've learned as a beginner. And I'm not going to lie to you. Spoiler alert. This shit was so fucking fun. Terrifying on the way there. Like that feeling of like, okay, I'm about to do something new. I'm scared. I don't know what it's going to be like. Super fun time. So then we're riding back and the sun was setting. So we had like a nice sunset view. And at one point, the horses, I guess they realize the trail is ending and they're getting close to home. They get excited because they get their food and their water and their Mm. friends and shit are there. Bro, we started going from a regular trot to, I'm trying to remember. Canter. Canter. Yeah, bro. Now (laughs) it goes from like, to like straight up like. And then we got, we got to like a pretty fast pace at one point where my nuts were slapping against the saddle. <laughs> so I had the pinch method, right? So I'm riding my horse with one arm and I gripped my nutsack just like this. Okay. I, had, I had the right like flap sack. of my sack <laughs> lit up and I'm riding so it wouldn't hit the fucking saddle because dude, my nuts, they hang, bro. So my shits were like, <laughs> like fucking maracas just slapping against this horse's saddle. Oh man. And then my horse at one point got like too close to the horse in front. They like bumped into each other, but it was... All in all, very fun experience. When we got back and we were coming into the like stables, I think a dog like barked at my horse and startled it. My horse almost fell, scared the shit out of me. And the lady at the ranch was like, oh, you got to be careful even pulling in. I'm like, that's not me. The fucking dog just yeah, scared yeah. my giant horse. But yeah, that was fun. And then after that, we ended up getting some dinner and just, bro, eating like eating out every night is is trifling. It's dangerous. Because the what? problem is, bro, when you eat at home, you make a meal. Usually, if you're feeling like a little dessert, you might have something that you bought from the supermarket. Yeah. Maybe you order something. Maybe you go for ice cream. Maybe or whatever. you have Mr. Feastables. Yeah, maybe you have a fucking Mr. Feastable over here. <laughs> By the way, I still don't know if I got the golden ticket. I haven't opened any new ones since yeah. we did our we little We could be sitting test. on a gold mine. We could be sitting on a gold mine. But uh, yeah, the, the thing is that I realized about vacation eats is that you, you need dessert every night. Yeah. Like, if you don't get dessert, you're like, why the fuck did we come here? Why did why'd you go out in the first place? Exactly. We were eating fucking, uh, we had mochi. I had mochi for the first time. Never had mochi? Never had mochi. And it was like the mochi where it basically, it looked like candy. So it like came in a bucket of ice and it had six different little mochis, little, a little like watermelon shape. And you'd pick it up and the exterior of it was like cold. And then it was just chewy on the inside. It was really, really cool. It was strawberry flavored. Do you have opposite mochi? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was. It was supposed to be chewy on the outside and like soft in the middle. What did I, what did I say? I said the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to describe it how I remember, but yeah, no, it felt like cold on the outside and a little bit hard and then on the inside chew. Yes, that's what it was. It's ice cream in the middle. Yeah. It was really <laughs> fucking good though. Did it look like this? Yeah. So it wasn't cube shaped though. It was like shaped like a watermelon slice, which gotcha. is really cool. So we had that. We had chocolate mousse cake. We had fucking layered cheesecake, fried Oreos. We had a fucking shelled, like hard shell thing that when you cut into it and there was syrup on top, there was fucking oozing vanilla ice cream. Unbelievable. Tartufo? Tartufo. I don't know. I don't know the terms. I was just, I was a pig in shit. My guy was so You know what I had yesterday? What'd you have? For the first time as a, like an adult, I'm pretty sure I went here when I was a kid, but Mm -hmm. I just don't remember it. Cheesecake Factory. It's the best, bro. <laughs> it's like you know. Fun fact: when I got my appendix removed the night before my last meal, cheesecake. That's probably what did it. Cheesecake Factory <laughs> might might have awakened my uh, my sleeping dormant appendix. First of all, why do they put the calories on their menu? Nobody gives a flying fuck if you're eating a cheesecake factory. You don't care. No, but like, what do they do to their food to make it that high in calorie? It's ridiculous. Their salads are like eighteen hundred. It's all the dressing. Like, what the fuck? Salad as a concept, you, you can't eat enough salad to gain weight. It's the dressings, mm. and it's, like, the additives. If you put, like, fucking, you know, fried chicken on it, yeah, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to add up. I had a fried chicken sandwich. There you go. And a cheesecake. When did you go? Recent? Yes. Is it recent? Yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. So you did the fucking Cheesecake Factory, then hot ones? Yeah, yeah. no shit you threw up. You had fucking cheesecake. <laughs> no, I know. What are you, nuts? Yeah. You're out of your mind. I want to do this hot ones challenge. I want to do it on the I podcast. I don't think you want to. I, I think I do. I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I thought I was like- Gonna die? No, I thought I was like- you Dead. know, I thought I was a fucking man. I was like, yeah, hot shit. Like, mm-hmm. 
because I have like even for my own videos, like I want to do something with hot sauce because it's just funny to see somebody like die from heat. <laughs> so, and I was like, I can handle it. Like, how bad can it be? Like, you cry, whatever. I th I thought I was going to die last night. <laughs> like, I would not recommend the bomb, dude. It'll ruin your your life. Listen, you felt like the man, but you would feel even more like the man if you shaved your nuts with today's next podcast sponsor, Manscaped. Hey, Vin, can we get a round of applause? Absolutely, Philly. Because today we're excited to announce Woo! that Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with a, your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist, but now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE. Now, gentlemen, we all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra-premium collection. This package includes... The Manscaped Premium Deodorant. No, not for your balls, gentlemen, for your stanky armpits. This deodorant dries clear, is aluminum-free, and smells like their signature scent. Hydrating Body Moisturizer. Do you guys have tattoos or issues with dry skin? This is designed to keep skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. There's also a body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. The two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step. Plus a free gift, a three-pack of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score. All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. Now, we recommend that you use the products in this order. Number one, you hop in the shower and scrub-a-dub-dub -dub that body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Then you lather your hair up with the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to keep your noggin toggin'. Then you dry off and spray on the hydrating body moisturizer to reinvigorate the dry skin. Four, you put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons. Number five, you pop that Manscaped lip balm on. No one is out there wanting to kiss chapped lips, gentlemen. Getting dressed after is optional. Wear one great scent all day long. You get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. And thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast. All right, Phil, that's two down, one more to go. Phil, this is a good episode where our ad transitions are amazing. <laughs> Let me tell you something else. Did I tell you about the, the Italian place, the two different Italian places we went to on the island? No. This is going to be a very Aruba-centric <clears throat> episode, naturally, because that's where I've been the last week. Right. So I want to talk about it. We went to this place uh, that was connected to the Renaissance Hotel called Fresco's. I didn't talk about this on the member episode, the guy that gave us the limoncello shots. No. Oh, my God. So, yeah, our waiter... At the end of the night, after we got the dessert, he's like, complimentary limoncello on the house? <laughs> and we were like, no, we're okay. We just had a bottle of wine between the two of us. So we're like, we're already pretty drunk. Limoncello he's like, on the house. He, he turns to Kylie. He goes, come on, you're on vacation. It's complimentary. I go, Kylie, it's complimentary. We got to yeah, take yeah. it. You know how I love limoncello. So he pours a limoncello shot, right? Bro, while we're taking the limoncello, he's staring at Kylie. Just like this. Now remember, take it in one gulp. Make sure only what? one gulp, right? He's watching Kyle. I'm like, what the fuck? So we take our shot. He goes, very good. He poisons you guys. He goes, would you like another? <laughs> Complimentary. What I the go, fuck? fuck it. We're on vacation. Let's do it. Two back-to-back -back shots, bro. I was I was on some shit. I was like, whoa. It, it, was, it was tasty. Did he drug you? No. Just gave us complimentary limoncello. Yeah. It was fucking delicious. And then we went to the, you went to Gianni's when you were in Aruba, right? I'm nope. sure. You didn't go there no. with the big cheese bowl? Nope. Oh, shit. So check this out. They they have a, a a dinner that you can order that they cook the pasta in the cheese wheel in a giant cheese wheel or bowl whatever it would be would be called. So it comes out right. No no exaggeration, guys. The fucking bowl. If you're listening on Spotify, I'll try to describe the size. Figure two and a half feet wide, two and a half feet height diameter diameter <laughs> circumference. It's fucking big. It's like this big, guys. For those of you watching on the YouTube's. So he takes a fucking like torch and he's lighting the cheese uh, divot 
divot and the parameters of it, right? The area. And the, the cheese, center. The center. And the cheese is melting into the center. Then he has a pot with the spaghetti and he puts it in and then he starts fucking cooking it in the fucking bowl. Puts it in a beautiful like wrapped up little bow. Drops two on your plate. Let me tell you something right now. I'm Italian. I've eaten a lot of spaghetti in my day. I've eaten more spaghetti than you could fucking quantify in your brain. There's something about the cheese not being sprinkled on top, but being infused with mm. the with the noodle. I'm getting chills talking about. Look at this. I'm getting chills. It's it, basically like the carbonara carbonara meth. Can't talk. Carbonara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. Carbonara method. Mm-hmm. I, I'm done. I'm. I'm you, you still want to try again? Carbonara method. Method. There you go. Where the starch from the pasta creates a binding sauce with the egg yolk. So if you have it infused with the cheese, like it's just it's just part of the It's it's a sensation like I've never experienced before. The sum of the final product is greater than its individual parts. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's fucking science, bro. So that shit was next level. And then on the last day that we were there, we had some uh Dutch pancakes. So it's very similar Dutch to, pancakes. Very similar. Everything in Aruba's Dutch. That's like the main I'm hungry, dude. Thing there. I'm fucking starving. And I, I gained five pounds, so I'm going to be counting calories today, which sucks, but I'll save all my calories for later. We'll bank them. Okay. Anyway, it's more like a crepe than a pancake. It's a little bit thicker than a crepe, but they're big, really big, like a huge plate. I got blueberry, strawberry, banana, and then they have, of course, the whipped cream in the center, and then they had like a special type of syrup out of control. Then we split mini pancakes that were this big, but thick. So the opposite, small and thick, long <laughs> and thin. You yeah, understand? Yeah. And oh my God, those were just like pillows of fucking what flavory goodness. What did you prefer, goodness. the chode or the pencil? The chode was the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Something about a nice chode, you know? And then we had two breakfast sandwiches. I had one with some bacon on it, some lettuce, tomato, eggs. K-Dog got some turkey, eggs, lettuce, tomato. I mean, we, we were eating on this trip. Were, the, were those why. breakfast sandwiches up to standard of the East Coast claim to fame? They were good. They were good. Up to standard? They reminded me of like a Panera sandwich, mm. which I fuck with heavy, you know? Which, speaking of which, I'm, I'm probably going to order some Panera at some point today. It's tough too, man, because when you eat that good and you do put on a little weight, you're like, eh, five pounds, who gives a fuck? I right? thought you wanted to be 165 of pure muscle. Yeah, but, you know, I just gained five pounds of desserts yeah. on a Caribbean island. It's a little bit different. You know, I haven't been training too hard. We worked out a bunch when we were uh, on the vacation, which was cool. I was listening to some AOT music to get me fired up. Rumbling, rumbling, rumbling. (laughs) There's metal in there? Oh, yeah. Have you not heard the rumbling yet? No. Dude, you would fucking love it. I'll show you later. (laughs) Oh, we can't play on the podcast because we'll definitely get claimed, but it's it's some next level shit. Mm. Also, fucking kudos to us for not missing a goddamn pot. This is the first... Maybe second time that we've recorded a podcast the day that it's going up. It's February 27th. You know whose birthday it is today? Who's that? Louis Figs. Oh, it's Joey's? 22 years old. 22 inch biceps and 22 years of age. Yeah, he's young. I'm only a year older than him right now. He's a young buck. No shot. Yeah, 22 he turned today. You believe that? Where'd all the time go? Damn. Speaking of time, great song from Frozen 2. You saw Frozen and Frozen 2? Oh, we're going to talk about it. I didn't watch in Canada. I know you didn't. You never do your fucking homework. It's ridiculous. How are you uh, even going to I don't have pass? a TV. Fuck you, Phil. You're going to watch it on your mobile device. Some things never change. Frozen 2. Beautiful message, all right? It's about growing up. Things are changing. You got to appreciate life for what it is at the moment. I talk about this on the podcast all the fucking time, Phil. All the fucking time. We watched a double feature last night. Frozen, Frozen 2. Let me tell you guys something right now. I'm on my Disney shit. Are you a Disney adult? I mean, you're wearing a Pixar Absolutely, Phil. You're a Disney adult? I love Disney. Have you ever been to Disney World? I have when I was younger. We're going back. Let me tell you something right now. Going to Florida for uh, Easter. Whole family's going down to my parents' house down there. We're going to have a good time. Probably hit up Universal. Might drive a little farther. Hit up Orlando. How you doing, Mickey Mouse? How you doing? How you doing, Goofy? Oh, Pluto, you want to go for a walk? Listen to me right now. Encanto was excellent. I talked about this on the member episode. If you guys want to hear my like minor review, I wanted to get into details today, but Phil didn't do his homework. You can get into details. It's a fucking Disney movie. Watch yourself. (laughs) Encanto was excellent. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I put out a poll on my Twitter. Follow us. At Third Eye of Truth at Vinny. (laughs) Wait, can we talk about that quick? Sure. 
What the fuck? How do I get just at Phil? You gotta make at s- third eye of truth. <laughs> at Vinny. What do you know? <laughs> Whose fucking kneecaps did Listen. you did you bust? No, tw- I've talked about this before. Twitter I got from the previous guy that had at Vinny. That's we, we, that's lucky. We had we had some discussions. Uh we gotta we gotta make some calls for you. We gotta figure out how to get you at Phil. <laughs> it does sound hilarious where I'm like, yeah, you know, follow us on Twitter at Vinny at Third Eye of Truth 68. I'll also tell you guys too, because if you're watching the podcast, if you're listening to the podcast, you you're a real one. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to make a new branch of the Philly on Empire, right? And it's gonna be a media company. I feel like that's like a long-term play for me. Like I want to produce content for other people. So if you have a project, you come to me, right? We take care of it or we Fuck help yeah. you get there. But like brainstorming ideas, I got to go into the New York database and search up if names are taken. Third Eye Media is taken. Fucking all like that. Literally everything that would like fit my brand is taken. So yeah. right now I'm at Triclops. <laughs> Fucking Triclops Media. Pretty hard. It's, it's kind of cool, right? You can make the like the the mascot of the whole media company a triclops. No, it has like long hair, looks like you built, you know. Yeah, but I want it to be more like I don't know, like an ogre. I don't want it to look like me because okay. I want it to be universal. Yeah, fuck it. We could come up with some triclops yeah, ideas. So that's where we're at in terms of names. Just naming shit is the most. What, annoying. what is the Urban Dictionary definition of a Disney adult? By the way, because you asked me if I'm a Disney adult, I just assume it means I love Disney. A million. <laughs> A millennial adult with or without kids that can't stop talking about Disney, including the movies and the parks. Even if they do have kids, they're still way more obsessed with it than their kids ever would be. They probably engage in casual Disney bounding and visit theme parks at least once a year. They are obsessed with everything Disney and probably have a Mickey Mouse bumper sticker and or tattoo. One of the most terrifyingly intense people you'll ever encounter. I wouldn't say that's me. I like Disney. Just just be just tread lightly. I'm treading. <laughs> if, I'm, you, if you fall down into a fucking Disney adult rabbit hole, we're going to have well, some Well, no, problems. here's the thing. I... We'll get back to it now. I, I put a poll out on my Twitter, at Vinny. Follow me. <laughs> and at Third Eye Truth. I said, I loved Encanto. Will I love Frozen more? Let me, let me pull the poll up for you, Phil. Listen to this fucking data. You ready for this shit? Yeah. Read me the analytics. All right. The analytics are. Of the Disney adults. The analytics are. What the fuck is this poll? Okay. Will I like Frozen more than Encanto? In parentheses. I fucking loved Encanto. 1,666 votes, 71% said no. You got 1,600 votes? Yeah. You're a Disney adult. Let me keep going. (laughs) 71% no, 29% yes. I'm here to tell you right now, respectfully, Frozen blows Encanto out of the fucking water. out Out of the planet. Really? Frozen is, it's frozen, bro. I never understood the hype. Minor Do you sp- want to build a snowman? Minor spoiler for Frozen 2. She starts riding. She starts riding a, a horse made of water, Phil. Dummy OP. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. Yeah. Yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. Oh, so you've seen Frozen. I've seen Frozen 1. Thank God. When I was five. Olaf is fantastic. Also, fun fact. Did you know that my aunt, her brother, was the lead animator of Frozen? I didn't know that. That's a flex, though. That's a flex. I never understood the 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 weight and the gravity of that because woohoo, big summer blowout. <laughs> Movie's amazing. Sven and Kristoff, excellent characters. Mm. Then of course you have Anna, who's amazing, fantastic. Elsa, poor girl, so sheltered, you know. But then it's her time to be queen. <laughs> I want those fucking powers. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go is a slapper i feel like i would i would beat up elsa in a fight because no shot she would break you in half bro. i have the fire ass right now so it would melt her ice powers you know in the second movie there's a there's gotcha there's a, a fire spirit mm. and let me tell you he is the cutest character I've is ever there gonna seen. be a frozen three so we were talking about this on the flight because immediately my brain went, okay, they're making a third one. But there's a line of dialogue in the second movie where Olaf goes, is this just going to become a thing where we're always in a dangerous situation? And Elsa was like, no, no, this is the last time. So it seems self-aware of like, we're not making another one, but it's Disney's, I'm pretty sure it's their biggest franchise. Like Frozen 2 made like billions of dollars. Frozen 2 beat Frozen 1? Yeah. It's crazy. Dude. Oh, we love lists on this podcast. Pull it up. What do you Top mean? Top 10. Disney movies. Disney movies. All right, let's see what we got here. 
I want to know who of all time. So I'll type in top ten grossing Disney movies. Yeah, number one, bro. Listen to this statistics. These statistics. We'll go. We'll go from fifteen down. All right. All right. Make it quick. Number fifteen. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, three hundred twenty-five million. Who the fuck million. is watching that, dude? Bro, these are classics. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Go fuck yourself. Number fourteen, Pocahontas, nineteen ninety-five, three hundred forty-six million. Number thirteen, I'm gonna be honest, I never even heard of this one. Dinosaur from two thousand, three hundred and fifty million. <laughs> what? Next up, Beauty and the Beast, the original, nineteen ninety-one, four hundred twenty-four million. Tarzan, number eleven, four hundred forty-eight million. Wreck It Ralph, we're getting a little bit newer now, four seventy-one. Aladdin. 504, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph oh. Breaks the Internet, 529. <laughs> you know, I saw a clip from that fucking movie where he walks into a room called the comment section. Brutal. <laughs> they go, don't go in there. He walks in. <laughs> oh, let's see the comments. And the That's first, me and you. The first one goes, Ralph is the best. He's like, oh, see, it's not that bad. Ralph's a fat head. We hate you, Ralph. Uh, Shut your mouth, Ralph. Tangled. 592 million. Who the fuck likes Tangled? Moana, man? number six, 643 million. Weak. Holy shit, fuck. Big Hero 6, 657 million. That's, that's the, a cool one. That's the big, like, I like that one. White guy that can hug you, the big puffy dude. Yeah, that's the big cool. mochi. The big mochi. Zootopia, 1 billion. Huge jump. Who's Zootopia? No, Zootopia is amazing. No. You've seen with Shakira. Never saw Zootopia. Come on, bro. The only with the sloth where he's at the DMV. Nope. Jason, uh, Jason Statham, not Jason Statham. Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, yeah. Very different people. No shot. I'm watching Zootopia. No, I'm pr I promise you will love Zootopia. I'm not into furries, bro. No, Zootopia goes hard. Number three, The Lion King, 1 billion, 1.83. Number two is Frozen with 1.2 billion. And Frozen won $1.4 billion. You're telling me they're not going to make a fucking trilogy? Do you know why? Because just ice and winter just goes way too hard. It really does. It really fucking does. There's just something about it where it's just the ice is, it's cool. It's cool. You know what else goes hard? What's that? Sitting on a nice, comfy couch. Which is why today's podcast episode is sponsored by All Form. What is All Form? All Form is Helix and Birch's sister brand of sofas and chairs that are American made and easy to assemble. They're modular so you can customize them to work well in any space. Plus they're scratch and stain resistant and they're really comfortable too. Now you guys know how much we love Helix. We talk about them all the time on our own channels and on the podcast and how amazing their mattresses are. So when All Form approached us about sofas and chairs, we were super excited to work with them as well. Absolutely. And now more than ever, it's important to make the most of your time at home. I personally am spending a bunch of time Editing videos, reading books, and catching up on TV. As you should, King. Now, no matter how you spend your downtime, your sofa is an integral part of your home, which is why we were super excited to partner with Allform for this podcast. You can personalize your sofa to your space and your style by creating over 500 unique combinations with seat numbers, corners, chases, and ottomans. They make it super easy to find perfect furniture for your space your way. If everybody likes to put their feet up, you get a sectional or something with multiple chases. If your room is in a weird shape, they have something that will fit perfectly. If you're starting small with an apartment in the city, your sofa can grow with you. You just buy a couple extra pieces if you have more space later. Now, based on my space, I chose a love seat in sand with espresso legs, Strong. a three-seater in sand with espresso legs, nice. and a leather black armchair with espresso Ooh, legs. Ooh, beautiful. Now you can put your all-form sofa together in as little as 15 minutes. The setup is easy with complete tool-free assembly. Because all-form ships direct to consumer, they're able to use really premium materials at a reasonable price for you. Now it's easy to buy online, shipping is fast and free, so you're not waiting around forever for a delivery. If you've purchased a sofa before, especially one that's customized like this, it can take two or three months to receive it. All form is much quicker. And the best part about all this, that all form delivers your couch right to your door for free, just like Helix. If it makes you nervous to buy something that you haven't tried, all form has a 100 day trial. So you get more than three months to make sure that you love your couch. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. We love our all form furniture and we think you would too. If you're looking for some new seating, check out all form. Visit the link below or go to allform.com slash sauce for 20% off any sofa of your choice. Thank you, Allform, for sponsoring this podcast. Phil, you ever think you're too qualified for our job? You ever think you're just too good? Yeah, you know, I, I did. I heard a nice quote from a guy who is one of those entrepreneurs. And every once in a while, you get one of those quotes. Really, like, oh, that's not that's that's kind of cool. Say his name. We know it was Gary V. No, it wasn't. Don't lie to me. It was Alex Hormozy. 
Oh, shit. The $100 million man? Yeah. You want to see what this guy looks like? Sure. I think you've actually, this exact exchange we've had on the podcast before. Oh, yeah, this guy shredded to the gills. <laughs> fucking brick shit out. Look at this fucking guy. He's a $100 million man? He's a $100 million How'd man. How do he make his millions? He started a company called Gym Launch. Okay. So he developed like a strategy to get people to join gyms. That's pretty cool. By kind of flipping the process of, you know, you had a lot of problems with a gym, right? Fucking nightmare. Nightmare. Where they're trying to get you to spend money on a membership, all that shit. I call it the leech. Yeah. So basically his, his method was to like reverse the front and back end, meaning he would like make a bet with the client. Like if you lost this amount of weight or accomplished this goal by then, we'll refund you. That's cool. But then they wouldn't actually refund them if you follow the money because they're buying stuff in like supplements and shit. Mm. And they actually enjoy going to the gym instead of feel as if they're a prisoner to the gym. So he did that. Um, I mean, but the quote was, let me find it. I wrote this one down. Oh, fuck. It was that important, huh? It resonated. It resonated with you? It gave you an epiphany? Level 10 skill set with a level 2 opportunity. Ooh. So some of us are too qualified with the opportunities that we have right now. Mm -hmm. So you have to weigh things out and be like, should I really keep doing this because my skill set is so sharp? Or should I pursue this and apply my skill set and reach the level 10, level 10? You know what I mean? Where do, you feel, where do you fall on the spectrum of I should do a bunch of things that I'm decent at or find the one thing that I'm great at? One thing that you're great at. For sure. I would agree. I do think it's important, though, to make sure you're trying new stuff and always diversifying your palate. Yeah, like but to- think about any career. It's all about excellence and perfection of a craft kind of expertise exactly yeah nobody's that, that doesn't mean though you can't try the things because you never know no i know you might try something new and go oh fuck that's my lane but you always gotta i i think you gotta keep your priorities straight and figure out this is what i'm good at if the shoe fits right you know hobson has a great line i hate rap but if the shoe fits wear it i love that because he's like <laughs> yo i don't even like what i'm doing but i'm really good hobson at it. doesn't like rap that's what he said in that in that lyric. I'm sure he loves rap, but I think at that moment he just fed felt so he felt so fed up. In know? the ill mind of Hobson Nine, I love I love the ill mind series. <laughs> How many that, ill that minds? Was, are that there? was ill mind, man. I hate rap, but if the shoe fits, wear it. I become a freak of nature. All the kids stare at. Is Hobson like respected in the rap community yeah. as like Eminem name dropped him? I inspired the Hobsons, the Logics, the Coles, right. the Shawns, the K-Dots, the Five Nines, and oh, brought the world 50 cent. You squat, piss and moan, but I'm not gonna fall, bitch. I always feel like the lyrical guys get memed on. They do. It's the new, like, cool thing to be like, yo, we don't care about the lyrical, miracle, spiritual, criminal. Like, we just want to hear a Papa Zanny, uh, a chunky beat. Papa Perk, yeah. Drink some soda, yeah. Diet Coke, brah. And I'm surfing, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Okay. There's a place for both. Don't get me wrong. Uh, for some reason, that made me think of Jake Paul. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Which made me think of Logan Paul. Okay, they're brothers, naturally. Have you seen... Do you know Vlog Creations? mm Yeah, you do. I don't. I think his name is Ross. He does like all like the kind of innocent pranks. Like My favorite one is he filled up his computer with beans and then hired a mechanic to come over and like fix it. Computer or car? I remember you telling me about it. Well, he did did both, right? Okay. He just does like dumb shit like that. Gotcha. He made merch called the YouTuber Diss series. Okay. (laughs) I'll show you them. So it's just like a diss on all the top creators? Yeah. But like what what is like the actual shirts are all disses? Yeah. Phil, am I going to want to see this? (laughs) It's funny as fuck. Oh, God. Where is it? Okay. So this one. He can do this without getting sued. Was a maverick. <laughs> that's Logan Paul's bird. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> nah, that's not cool. He did. Um, Dude, this guy's unhinged, bro. So, you know, Danny Duncan? Uh, yeah. He has one that virginity rocks. Okay. This is sexually active. Okay. He did. Uh, I think this is Roman Atwood. Smile more. Yeah, and it says frown more. Yep. Half send. <laughs> Well, those aren't savage. Why did he go so ham on Logan? Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I don't that's know. fucked. Seek comfort because uh, seek discomfort is yes theory. Okay. I think. They're a podcast, right? Yes theory? No. Man, I got I to gotta do better at putting my finger on the pulse of creators. 
Yes Theory is like... I thought they had a podcast for some reason. Are you thinking of Colin and Samir? Maybe. Yes Theory is like the original, I survived 72 hours in... Are these the guys that have to say yes to everything? That's why they're called Yes Theory? Yeah. It's like, oh, will you do this? Yes. (laughs) Will you scale that mountain? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking... That's wild. Damn. But yeah, I don't know about uh, the podcast you're thinking about. Might be Sunday Sauce. Yeah, definitely subscribe if if you're new here. By the way, people have been fiending for merch. I think we need to... Same topic we always fucking have, but it's... It's time to to get merch. to get the ball rolling right, on a right. lot of things, you know, like a bank account, fucking merch. Nah, gotta figure that shit out. No, we're we not ready yet. No, we're good. Nah, fuck it. There's a new uh, Pokemon game that's coming. Don't look it up because I haven't seen anything yet. I just know that. Can I look it up and not show you? Yeah, you can tell me if it looks hype. So it, it's out. No, no, no. So the trailer today. Today's Pokemon Day. For those that don't know, Happy Pokemon Day. I everybody. feel like every day is Pokemon Day. Well, today is the day that the initial games launched. In 1996, I believe. Um, so, basically, I think it was 96. I got to double check that. Anyway, uh, they had a presents today where they did a live stream I and they it. announced all new stuff. I and see Gen, the new games. Gen 9 is coming out. Okay? So, they're, I think they announced the three starters. And that's all I know. So, me and Kylie are going to go live literally right when we're done with the podcast. And we're going to see all the uh, stuff that they presented and this is interesting usually i don't do this after the fact like usually i wake up and we do it while it's actually premiering Mm -hmm. but we slept in today because we were exhausted from traveling and it was at 9 a.m because they did it like a regular time in japan today right so we're going live now after everyone's already seen what happens and we're going to give our first impressions of it i'm looking at the starters right now and i know which one you're going to pick which one just tell me grass fire or water water really I think I think it's water. Okay. Is he blue? Is uh, he an animal? He's an animal. Oh, Aren't shit. they all animals? No. There's some that are like magnets and shit. True. You know, there's a bunch of different Pokemans. Yeah, I think I think you're going with the water type. Ooh. So usually I'm a fire guy, but I could fuck with water. I d- you know, water has memories. You're bro. either grass or water. I don't think you're fire this time around. No? No. No shot, Jimmy John's? No fucking shot. Oh, I can't wait for this. Yeah, it's going to be hype. You're definitely going water. Today, today's a busy day, though. I'm doing that Pokemon stuff, and then I have to do an ad read for tomorrow, my last ad read of the month, and then I have uh, a stream, another stream. We're doing some Arceus uh, post game. Finally going to do that. And then tomorrow, bro, The Bachelor's on, and shit is getting crazy with that. Now, I don't know if we talked about this on a member episode or a public episode, but the meatballs definitely know what I'm about to say. The Bachelor is the, is the greatest show ever made. And I, I started late. I'm on season 26. Clayton Wait, is The Bachelor. Have you watched 1 through 25? Or not, not yet, no. Oh, okay. I started on season 26. Now we have a lot of stuff to go back and watch, but it's amazing. Well, let me tell you something. Minor spoilers, right, if you haven't been keeping up with the show. There's a part where he goes, there's three girls left, and he goes, I would just like to tell you that I've been intimate with all three of you <laughs> and I have fallen in love with all three of you. They cut to a girl Get crying on stairs. Here. How could you love three people? But like literally, how could you fall in love with three people at you the can't. same time? You can't, dude. He's what just the fuck? enamored by the cheeks and in then, his face. And I like Clayton. If you ever see this Clayton, I'm actually a huge fan. You're, you're dope, dude. You're a cool guy. But there's like this one scene they keep showing where he's like crying but it just doesn't look real. He's like, literally, bro, this is exactly how it comes across. He goes, I'm so broken. Just like that. I'm so broken. Like, with these girls, I would just, you know, pose out this question. Why would you want a guy? Like, like why would you? They, they get married at the end, right? He, he can propose, yeah. That's the whole point of the show, The Bachelor. Why? <laughs> but like, he proposes at the end of the show. Dude. Because right now, Phil, we're going to fucking home dates. This is where the show gets sick, bro. Because now they go and meet the families. They did a quick cut to show, like a quick trailer. Bro, every dad looks this man in the eye and go, you better not disrespect my daughter. We're going to have some problems. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Why is every family just confronting this man? Like, give him some slack. He's, he seems like a nice guy. He's just, I, I think the thing is, it's what you're saying. If you're... If your daughter came home and was like, I'm on a show where I'm competing with other women to win over this guy, it is like, uh, you better not fucking hurt my girl. You better not. Because he's just like, 
trying to figure out who he wants That's out just of this not, pool just of women. Would not go for somebody like that. He's charming. What's his name? Clayton. Just type in Clayton Bachelor. Dude, the show is so funny. There was this one girl that just wreaked havoc every week. She'd pick a new target and she would convince Clayton to vote them off. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, you can just get cooler guys. You don't think Clayton's cool? No. He was a football player. Dude's yoked out of his mind. No. like He's got a sensitive side, you know, Phil? No, a bunch of these guys exist in California. Sheesh. I think he's from Missouri. Oh, he's a farm-fed strong boy? He's a farm-fed strong boy? Yeah, you can just, like, not partake and... Go get yourself a hunk, you know? Well, here's the thing. When I first saw him, I, I, I talked about this on the pod. I was like, oh, he just looks like the typical like NPC tall Jack dude. Yeah. But he's, he's cool. I started enjoying him watching the show. My favorite girl that's left that I want to win is Gabby. I hope Gabby wins. She's hilarious. But I think, and what me and K-Dog have been trying to figure out, we think that the girl Susie is going to self-eliminate, and that's the girl that he wants the most, uh-huh. and that's why he's so broken. Ha <laughs> ha. And then he's going to tell the other two girls that are left, I was intimate with both of you, and this third girl, but she left. Can you imagine you're in the fucking semifinals, and a girl self-eliminates, and that's who he really wanted? Like, if this is how it plays out, that's crazy. As a guy, too, like, I don't know if I would ever want my girlfriend, my wife, to, like, I would have to propose to you at the end of the show. Like, that's just, like, not... If you, I think if you want to. Mm. I don't think you have to. But a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but I know two couples in particular that K-Dog has showed me that have stayed together after the show, and they're happy and shit, and it's cool. The, cra- yeah. the crazy thing is, dude, there was this... The, the girl that I was telling you about, her name's Sinead, or Sinead, she was, like, getting girls to be, like, kicked off by, like, misleading Clayton... <laughs> and he had to put out a fucking apology tweet while the show was airing. He's like, I'm so sorry. I just didn't know Sinead was pulling the strings, pulling the strings like this. It's, <laughs> I just really want to apologize to the girls that were involved. The producer's savage too. Sinead and Genevieve had beef. So they put them both on a date with him at the same time. Fucking That's good That's how TV. you do television. It's good fucking television. You Have you watched, watched any TV lately that you've been sinking your teeth into? I watched... The Vinny and DJ Pauly D dating show. Shot of, Shots of Love? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Is it really good? Yeah. Oh, shit. You would love it. Yeah, I got to watch that then. Pauly ended up with, with one of the girls on the show, right? Yeah. They're together now. Well, the season I watched, do you care if I... Actually, yeah, don't spoil it. If you, okay. if you can talk like minor, tiptoe around it a little bit, that'd be good. No, I can't. Okay. But it is good. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like that caliber of TV. There's another show uh, that we were talking about that we're going to start after The Bachelor's over. I can't remember the name of it, but one guy, there's two guys competing for the, these girls. And, or no, the girls want the guys, right? One is a millionaire, one's a regular dude. But they don't tell the girls who's who. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's so fucking, it's so crazy. Because like, let's say at the end of the show, you're like, I like you. I want this to work. Are you the millionaire? And he's just like, oh. nah, I don't have a job. <laughs> but like, I'm glad our connection's real. That's you just know? fucked up because then that's on the pretense that like being a millionaire is an inherently good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. It's so it's like, oh, this is a regular guy. It's yeah. Just like, I mean, there's definitely something attractive to someone that like has status, you know? Yeah. But that's what's interesting about it, right? Like if you don't connect with the millionaire at all and you're like, fuck that, I want the other dude. And I don't know the other dude's like status either. Like, I don't know if he's like absolutely broke. Or if he has like a what's, solid what's job. What's the show called? Ah, just type in dating show with a millionaire. Two guys, one's a millionaire. I don't know what you would even type in. And then there's also the show Love is Blind. Joe Millionaire? I think so. What is the description of the show? See if you can find like a little blurb on it. Bro, these reality shows just go so hard. The first two seasons of the series followed a group of single women competing for the affection of a bachelor who was falsely billed as being a millionaire. If the last remaining woman still accepted the love of a bachelor despite the ruse, the couple would also win a high-value prize. I'm not sure because I know there was a gimmick in it where the two guys choose which girls get voted off, which is also an interesting thing because like, if you really like this girl and I really ah. like that girl and we're like, yo, we don't want to keep this one, but you like her and I don't, it can get like interesting. You know, It's another layer to it. For richer or poorer. It's a spin. It's Joe Millionaire for richer or poor. Cody Ko just made a video on this. Oh, really? I just didn't watch it. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, I gotta check that out. I think it's like it's like a reboot that's like actually good. Um, but 
Yeah, dude. I love reality TV that involves love. Because, bro, people get crazy with love. People get also crazy for money. It's true. They say money's the root of all evil, Phil. Do they? You know they say that? No, I didn't. <laughs> a little evil won't hurt nobody, you know? A little bit? No. A little evil won't hurt nobody. What else you got going on today? Uh, just recovering, because I, I literally feel like hungover <laughs> from... <laughs> recovering pepper like i was supposed to do a long run today because i'm i've been training pretty hard for this half marathon yeah how's that going it's going good i mean i'm crushing the runs the other day i did like a hill run so just every hill i saw i would just fucking just try to ruck up it you know nice gotta lean forward when you're running up a hill i learned that on my horseback hills hills suck but then you get the flat land and you're like oh this is cake yeah, I'm gonna start running again. What have you been? Do you have like a certain outfit that you run in? Because it's still pretty cold over here. Do you just wear like a hoodie and sweatpants? Yeah, really. Well, like legs don't really matter for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm always wearing sweatpants anyway. So if it's really cold, I'll do one t-shirt with a hoodie, mm-hmm. and then I'll do either a beanie if it's like really because your head is like the command center. If your head's cold, you're gonna be cold. Yeah, your ears especially, bro. Forget I got these. It. I don't know if I told you. Yeah, I did. The Aftershocks, they're like the bone conduction headphones. They're cool. Um, Those help with running just because like I can have my surroundings. And also if I listen to music too loud, then like it just fucks up my whole pace. Um, So yeah, it's just like, it's all about layers. Bro, me with running, I either, I can run without music, but I have to be in a really bad mood. I don't know if you ever like get better runs depending on your mood or your temperament. I just need music. Like usually nine times out of 10, I'll pick the music and I'll run. The cool thing with the Apple watch now too, is you could like save Spotify songs to it and then run with just your watch. You don't have to run with your phone in your hand or like mm. one of those sleeves or whatever, which is really dope. Cause like, it's nice to not lug around like a heavy phone. Cause I it know. does feel heavy when you're running. Um, I can run to a, to music any day, but some days where like, I'm really fucked up in the head. I'm like, yo, I just need to like clear my thoughts. I literally just like replay things in my brain while I'm running. And that's healthy. Nice. It's a good, no, it form. Is, it actually it's a good form of therapy. Speaking of therapy, I haven't been to therapy in a week so I've been on vacation. Next session is on Monday, tomorrow. I'm very excited. Shireen, we got a lot to catch up on. Therapy is the best, dude. I just haven't been in like... You know what I love that I've been... Maybe two years. I love that now I'm happy and in a good place mentally, but I'm still going to therapy because here's the thing. We talk about like being experts, getting a new level of like... I don't know what the right word is to describe this. Basically, I'm I'm good, but I can be better. So why not keep sharpening that sword? You know what I'm saying? Keep sharpening that blade. Keep sharpening that blade. Because obviously, you know, there were moments where I was in therapy where like things were shitty and I was miserable and I was like sleeping super late and wasn't feeling good. Now I'm feeling great. So like there's a different energy to therapy where it's like, let me catch up on what's going on in my life. We've been diving into a lot of childhood stuff and like learning why I am the way that I am. And it's cool now because I'm noticing when I'm in a search situation where I see something from childhood is like affecting the current situation, I can literally like step back now and be like, wait, no, this is my brain like playing tricks on me. I got to chill the fuck out. And I don't know if you used to do this because you went to therapy for quite a bit, but I can like play out how I think the conversation will go with Shireen without even talking to her. Cause I'm like starting to understand her and what she tries to do to help me. Right. And I'll be like in my head, okay, if I brought this up the stream right now, like what would she tell me to do? Like, what would she say? And then I'll like recap with her in my next session and be like, yeah, so I thought about this. And then I figured you would say this. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Like you're getting better. You're understanding the parameters and the. I'm getting better at figuring out the man that is Vincent Caracciolo. There you go. You understand, Phil? Yeah. Now I just need my channel to do better. And this is the last thing that I'll discuss. And I wanted to say this to the end because I know we're always talking about content and shit like that. But it's cool to let you guys know where we're at with what we're doing with our work because obviously our work is extremely important to us. I'm going to do like a channel update video when I'm ready to actually like promote all the new stuff that we've been talking about like before the podcast started. But dude, everybody, I've noticed everybody's pivoting, at least in my friend group, right? So you got Frank doing his stuff, Dylan doing his stuff. I saw Luke just start his clip channel. And please go support all the homies. I feel like I am the one right now that is still stagnant in doing what I do. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's time that I also pivot. And there's no harm in trying shit, right? It's like, even if I do make a pivot in the content direction that I'm doing, it can't hurt. It only has an upside. 
And if anything, I'll get better and learn new shit about me and my content, what the people like, and we take it from there. You know, so I'm excited to try some new shit. Some new channels are coming, some new content strategy. And the streak, I'm pretty sure now that I'm over the three-year mark. The streak is going to, I'm going to do one final stream to end it. And then I'm actually going to have like a stream schedule, like set times, set days, take weekends off or something like that, whatever, and enjoy being able to like work smarter, not harder type of deal. That's, that's where I'm at with it. The media company idea is fucking dope, by the way. I kind of like Triclops media also. You might want to, you might want to grab that. Like today? Unless a meatball takes it. Yeah, you might want to grab that before a meatball's like, hey, Phil, you want Triclops media? Send me 10 grand. Forget about it. Yeah. But yeah, big things, good things. Anything else you want to cover today, Phil? I want to play Elden Ring. That's what I might do tonight. Yeah, Dylan's been streaming that. Yeah, you should stream that on Twitch. That should be your comeback stream. I do want to stream, but, you know. There's a lot going on. Exactly. There's a lot going on in life. What are you going to do? How's the house? What are you going to do? I'm going to ask you how the house is. My answer to that, what are you going to do? It's just a me, new thing every day. Me and day. Kyle will come by this week. You got, you got a table? Can we all eat dinner? Yeah, we got a table. Perfect. Let's have some dinner. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of the podcast, The Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite. If you enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe, share this with a friend, and submit your grandparents to Sunday Sauce Podcast at gmail.com. Next episode, we'll have a nice G-O-G-M-O-T-W, Grandmother of the Week. Yeah. I'm bad with the acronyms. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time. We fucking love you. Peace.